For businesses seeking operational efficiency and clarity, there's probably no better resource than Crystal Clear Virtual, the brainchild of a young mom who wanted to take control of her schedule by working online. Listen in to hear how, together with her team, Crystal Booker brings overwhelmed business owners order out of chaos. Ready to take that leap of faith and finally chase those dreams of yours? I'm Dori Stewart, and this is the Teacher Turned Entrepreneur Podcast. Around here, we like to talk about our collective and sometimes crazy experiences as entrepreneurs, teachers, and women who do it all. After spending 11 years in the classroom, I left to start a business that I grew into a multi-million dollar brand. If you're ready to build the life you've been dreaming of, stay tuned as we dig deep into what it takes to turn teachers into true entrepreneurs. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share a new resource that I have created just for you. If you head on over to teacherturnedentrepreneur.com, you can download my free resource, The Teacher's Guide to Finding Your Perfect Business Idea Without Going Back to College. Learn how you can use your knowledge and experience to create a profitable side hustle or business to help you get out of the classroom and into the financial freedom you've been looking for. I am excited for you to meet my guest today. She is a mompreneur coach and operations agency owner. Crystal, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait for us to unpack all these beautiful things um, for your community. Dory, it is an honor being here, so thank you again. I too am excited to dive in, but before we get started, can you please share with the listeners your background and how that led you to entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I always kind of joke that you really don't have to have all of your answers or anything figured out before you just decide to go all in on yourself and just take the big step of just saying, I'm going to do this thing and do it well. Um, I got started as an entrepreneur with literally no experience other than it was me becoming a mom and deciding that my my background in the dental field, which is what I went to college for and which was my seven-year career prior to becoming a mom, um, I just had to leave that. I took literally a look at my son and was like, there's no possible way I'm leaving you from seven to five day in and day out and just not having a life that allows me to be with you as much as possible. Um, so Being a faith-driven entrepreneur, I just had to turn in my two weeks notice and say, I'm going to figure out a way to support my family from home. My husband is um, a fire medic, so he works odd hours, and it just really kind of required that our lifestyle allowed me to figure out some flexibility. And so I dove into just freelancing VA. Um, I had some opportunities come about with that, got really... um, you know, experienced in the VA world and decided in 2020, I was going to go all all in and launch a business. And so that is what I did. Um, Started as a a VA and quickly grew into the operations role, which led me to having an agency and unpacking um, how moms can have this simplified mompreneur life. And so that, that led me to the second business. And here we are today. That's really exciting. Congratulations. And now you have an agency. That's amazing. So tell me what all does your agency do for entrepreneurs? 
Yeah, so in the operations agency, um, this was my first business, right? So I went from a VA to unpacking the ops role and being, that's my genius and where I love to be. And I quickly realized in this business model that if you're not careful, um, you just build a job that you can do from home. So if you don't streamline some things and get to a place that you can rely on other people to help you provide these incredible services, you get income and impact capped. You can only serve so many clients and that just kind of gets you stuck. And then the business solely relies on you to do all of the things and you can't continue to serve and impact the clients that you're wanting to, which led me to exploring the opportunities to have a team of service providers. So we have the OBMs and the ops roles and and project managers and VAs, we have EAs, we have social media managers, automation specialists, appointment setters, really a variety of incredible team members that allow us to just really identify the needs in clients' businesses and then help them get that core value and get it one at capacity role filled. Um, those are essential questions when you're considering hiring for your business. You want to make sure that not only are you bringing the right person in, but they're filling the right role and the right need for the business? And by having this incredible team of service providers, we're able to do that for entrepreneurs. So interesting. So what do you find your entrepreneur clients struggle with the most? I think sometimes it can be honestly unpacking their needs in a role. So a lot of the times an entrepreneur gets on a um, consultation call with me and they say, I just need this, this, and this. And we start kind of talking about the problems of the business and we really quickly identify what you really need. You do need help and support in those areas, but there's some other areas of the business that are kind of lacking here that can be supported in a way that allows you to free up some of your freedom as the visionary and CEO. So sometimes it's just simply not knowing enough about what they need for the business um, in the roles that they're wanting to fill to take the right next steps about hiring the right team members. So that's very interesting and so helpful to have you work through that with them because yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, you could make really costly mistakes. Yeah. It's, um, you know, quick, sometimes the visionary capacity is like, we've just got to fix it fast. Mm -hmm. And what's really important is that you unpack the issues to the root to really identify what's needed in the business, because that's going to give you that long-term success that you're after and the team member that you're bringing into the business to help you support and grow. Um, so starting at asking all the hard questions and really identifying the needs of the business in a whole allow you to really have somebody that kind of det is detached from the business, right? Because you're attached to the business in, in a lot of ways. So by having someone else come in and say, I hear you, I hear what you want, and this is how I think we can go about doing that. And it might look a little bit different than the initial thought and plan and what you kind of came into the call thinking, but this is going to give you that overall big picture that you're after with the right support from the right kind of person coming into the business. That makes a lot of sense. If you are stuck in the weeds, it's very hard to see what your business really needs. So yeah. I love that you say that. So yeah. what are some actionable tips that you can give entrepreneurs that are listening right now that need to streamline their business? Yeah. So first and foremost, you want to make sure that you have systems and processes in place. Um, if you don't have these in place, you are the system. 
And that's exhausting and tiring. And you may be telling yourself that you're going to get to it one day and you're hoping that you are, but um, it just keeps getting pushed off. It just keeps you being the one that's doing all of the things, right? So implementing systems and processes are huge. Next really big thing that you can do is after identifying the systems and processes that need to be in place and followed by all in the business is consider where automations can take over in those systems and processes. There are so many things that can be automated. And again, if you're kind of in the weeds, it's hard for you to detach and even think and have capacity to understand what's actually possible here so that you can delegate to automations or a team member. So it can be very easy for you to just assume, oh, there's no way that anybody else is gonna be able to do this. I just have to continue doing it. Or there's no way that this is something that can be automated. But there's so much to the tech world that allows you to be able to streamline. So that reduces the human error that just happens sometimes in the business because you have things um, happening for you on the back end. So first and foremost, it would be identifying where you need the systems and processes built, having them built. And this can be a super simplified process, doesn't have to be complicated, can be done in a video format or written and stored in a place that this is going to allow you to streamline things like even onboarding new team members, right? You can just delegate them to your systems and processes library where they can start at square one and identifying where they're going to take over some things in the business. And they always have this to fall back on. So you streamline the efforts of your business uh, team, your, your their productivity, and then you're also identifying where automations are going to take over and you don't have to have the team or yourself worry about those areas of the business knowing that it's always happening on the back end. Very interesting. And so do you think that it's beneficial to go through that process maybe a little earlier than you actually need it? I definitely do because here's the thing. When we were talking about getting in the weeds and you're thinking you have to delegate all of the things, sometimes it literally can be as simple as having an automation specialist come in and audit your systems and processes talk through some things with you and identify where some tools can really help you take some of that and scoot it off your plate so that it's automatically delegated and it's happening through automations, right? So instead of having to necessarily have a team member that has capacity to do those things, now automations are taking over. So whereas your budget for hiring could be put somewhere else because you as the visionary and the CEO, you wanna be staying in your lane for growing the business. You have to consider your time and the value of, if you're doing it yourself, what are you taking away from the business? Um, because your time's not spending being spent where it needs to be for the growth and the impact that you're after. Um, so by identifying the systems and processes and automations that can be in place from the very beginning. You're one setting your foundations for a business that can scale and grow and not be capped. But then two, you're you're automatically scooting some things off your plate that you're just not gonna have to worry about as you continue to grow um, and, and considering what you really need to hire when you're ready to do that because you have the things that can be delegated to automations already in place. Such great advice. Such great advice. Okay, so you're a mom, yes. an agency owner, you've got staff. I need to know, how are you balancing work life, the business and family life? I need to know. 
Yeah. So, you know, I don't know that you always have it a hundred percent figured out. I think what's really key as an entrepreneur is that you're flexible with yourself and you give yourself some grace in the areas of your life that need grace. So sometimes you're going to have more time that you can devote to the business. And sometimes you're going to have time that you have to spend more in devoting into your personal life and family. But what I've really found is productive is time batching, taking a look at the time that you do have and getting super strategic about what you're going to do with that time. So it's sitting down and considering the goals that you have for the business, the milestones that need to be built out and hit each week and throughout the month to hit those goals and delegate it with the time that you have focusing on the 2080, right? So what is going to be the 20% efforts that give you the 80% of the results and you delegate and, and prioritize what's important with the time that you have. And you even get strategic about how you are um, maneuvering your time. And it's that you're batching similar things together, right? So if, if you need to be spending your time being the content creator, um, you are batching tasks where you're doing that. And then you are posting and scheduling or editing or anything that you would have to do yourself that you haven't delegated to the team. It's all that similar tasks. You can kind of stay in your fifth gear mode, meaning you're just not going to be interrupted. Um, it's mindset and, and kind of how the brain works is if you're working on something and you get the interruptions, it kind of takes you several minutes to get back on track to what you were doing. So if you can kind of keep your tasks similar, it's going to allow you to just flow better so that you're not like having to catch your breath and figure out how to get back on track while you're working on the things for your business. You're just kind of flowing right through the tasks that are going to be the 20 producing the 80%, um, which is going to be super helpful. So that's what I've found to be the most helpful for me in, in managing all the things. Yeah, that's that's really great advice. I love that. So if there are listeners who are thinking about becoming a VA, what advice would you give them? I would give them to the best starting place is to sit down and consider what is your specialty. Now for myself, I didn't have a whole lot of business background coming into this, but I took a look at the things that I did in my dental assisting career and how it could get my foot in the door virtually. So for myself, I had to do, I had to answer phone calls. Um, when I wasn't operating with a doctor, we had to answer the phone and, and have that customer service happening for clients. So I kind of unpacked, oh, I had to do some email management. I had to do phone calls. I had to do some appointment setting. I had to do a little bit of admin work and I identified, okay, I can come into this with that experience and be confident knowing that I can set appointments for clients. I can, um, you know, work through email management. And, and so I got my foot in the door there and that allowed me to get on the back end of businesses even more and uncover that that ops is really my genius and kind of learn the ins and outs of what was needed to have a successful ops um, for my clients. And, and so that's that was just me getting my foot in the door was identifying what I had that I was confident in. So VAs can take a, do you love social media? Do you want to consider doing some social media editing tasks for your clients? Do you want, do you love podcasts? Do you love just binging podcasts? Is there a way that you can get involved with some experience that you have? Are you great at copy? Um, you know, there's just, I think we can make it complicated when we get in our heads, but if we just start a list of what we do that we're confident in and what we feel great at and what we love, and what we could go out there and just get our foot in the door, that's going to open up all the opportunities. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
what has been the best way for you to find new clients? Yeah. So I think what is huge is just networking and building relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, I have an incredible mentor, Rachel Peterson. Um, She is huge. She's actually got an education business like myself and a digital agency. And so I just love to just consume all things that she's got to put out there into the world. And with her being my mentor, I've really unpacked that you've got to just make the ask in your network have conversations. People aren't going to know that you're considering um, working with more clients unless you put it out there. People aren't going to know that you want to guest on their podcast unless you put it out there. Mm -hmm. People aren't going to know that you're willing to collaborate on a project and or a summit or whatever it might be until you put it out there. So it's just kind of getting out of your own way and allowing yourself to send the, hey, I would love to connect with you message and see where that lands because there's power in network and there's power in the ask. Um, And until you do that, you just, you don't know, right? So that's my biggest advice is to just, just do the thing, just go out there and make yourself known, show up in ways that you feel confident in showing up and you're going to find the clients that are meant to work with you. So true. So true. So many opportunities can open up if you just talk about what you do all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and just to as many people get tired, as of, <laughs> get tired of hearing your own voice speak about it. And right when you're getting tired of hearing your own voice is when everybody else is going to be like, tell me more. So, right. yeah, I love that. Yep. <laughs> Do you have a favorite book to share that has inspired you either personally or in business? Oh, my gosh. Um, so I loved the uncommon path to I'm sorry. It's the common path to uncommon success. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. Um, I also being an ops genius loved reading the rocket fuel and traction books um, Mm -hmm. because that's really the, the moving parts, the entrepreneurial um, operating system of Mm -hmm. back end of business. But I mean, I could probably just keep going, but that, that common (laughs) path to uncommon success is a good one for just getting motivated Mm -hmm. and the action steps to take. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're so welcome. So if the listeners are interested in working with you or connecting with you, where can they find you? Absolutely. So I am on Instagram at, um, at crystal clear virtual. I've got the website at crystalclearvirtual.com as my agency. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm pretty much all the places, LinkedIn, you know, anywhere you're wanting to connect, you can find me pretty much all places at crystal booker or at crystal clear virtual. And I would love to have a conversation about how we can either discuss, um, the ops business and how we can support, with um, outsourcing and and automation needs and to the um, mompreneur coaching business that I have where I really strive in helping OBMs and VAs kind of level up in their business so that they can create that freedom and flexibility with the streamlined business model um, to be able to grow their income and impact. Excellent. Crystal, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. You gave so many valuable tips. Thank you so much. You're amazing, Dory. Thank you so, so much. What a great conversation with Crystal. Here are my top takeaways. Number one, want to control your life and schedule? Being an entrepreneur is mom-friendly. Number two, CEOs often don't really know what's missing or in what areas they could use the most help. Get to the root. If you want to save time and money, dig deep to find the bottlenecks. 
Number three, you are time, you are money. Operation support frees you to focus on your core mission. Number four, interested in becoming a VA? Sit down and list out your skill sets as a start. And number five, wondering how to generate client interest? Leads are as close as your own contact list, but you have to be willing to put the word out there and ask for help. Thank you so much for listening to the Teacher Turned Entrepreneur podcast. I hope you've gained some new and interesting insights on what it takes to go from teacher to entrepreneur. I've created something special for you. If you head on over to teacherturnedentrepreneur.com, you can download my free resource, The Teacher's Guide to Finding Your Perfect Business Idea Without Going Back to College. Learn how you can use your knowledge and experiences to create a profitable side hustle or business to help you get out of the classroom and into the financial freedom you've been looking for. Thank you.